Remember now, your destiny will always benefit others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny, it's a job or it's something else. Now you may be crying today, but don't think that's how it's going to be when you wake up tomorrow. Not when God has jumped into the situation. Because your shepherd knows how in the midst of a bad situation to take care of his own. And somebody here can testify how when things didn't look good, God showed up and made a way out of no way even when you were in an adversarial situation. Somebody ought to be ready to talk to God. Somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face because a lot of the stuff you're asking for has already been pre-approved. It's just that in the spiritual realm, there is the attempt to block it. But if you will persevere and specifically throw it back in God's face, he'll send the help needed to break it through so that you see it revealed in the physical realm. God can wipe tears away. He can turn pain into pleasure. He can turn sadness into joy. You got a dream to catch because you got a destiny to reach. And you're not going to waste any more time not living out your destiny. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture says he will raise up a standard against them. When God sees that you're falling and you're not going to make it, he swoops down out of nowhere and catches you by his grace and lifts you out of that situation. It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is that the Lord is your shepherd. He got you. And you are covered. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. It is eight minutes past the hour. You are listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. It is the kickoff hour, and we thank you. Falling too fast to prepare for this. Helmsy off uh, the rest of the week, spending time with friends uh, and family down at the beach. And so I know he's enjoying that time away. So we are without Helmsy today, but we're here. That's right. We're here, and we're focused, and we thank you for being with us. Rick and Bubba, join us in one hour from right now. Our website is rickandbubba.com. Spell out and there, rickandbubba.com. Go there for all the information about the show. There you will see a YouTube link. And right now, YouTube Live is on. Uh, there you go. Right there. There we are. How are y'all? Uh, we're in HD, so I apologize for that. But uh, we are here, and we're ready to go for another day. And uh, over my left is Mr. Greg Burgess. What's up, buddy? How you hey, doing? Buddy. Hey, up? hey. Hey, hey. What up? We got a lot out there today, but if you don't mind, I'd like to kind of just start lighthearted. Why not? Um, you know, we love, raise your hand if you love Arnold. If you, uh, hey, Adler's the here. The governor? Yeah. Adler, I know you love Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know you I know you do. And, well, he's a, Adler does a little bodybuilding. Right. Um, and On apparent, top of jujitsu. <laughs> which, by the way, we he had to he had to roll with this dude uh, the other night. The, the the bad A dude. Oh uh, yeah, he told me about yeah. that. Yeah, um, said it was. But Alice said he pretty much made him made him cry. He did. He said I kind of handled him a little bit. But. Now, this is that guy. I was telling you all. This is oh, that guy that yeah. went viral because mm-hmm. he saw somebody breaking into a car in his <laughs> right. parking lot. He goes up to the guy breaking into cars in his parking lot and just puts him in a chokehold until the cops get there. Yeah, right. I remember watching it. it. Was it was awesome? So that's who you were fighting. That's, that's who, who you I had to, had to fight. fight. I'm gonna, 
<laughs> Step out on a limb here. You probably didn't do very well. Maybe. I lost. I lost. It was well, like let me getting, back up. You may have did well. He's just very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. He, it was like getting run over by a steamroller mm-hmm. real, real slowly. And you're just like, I've got nothing. I, I don't even think he had to use his hands. I think he just had like his knee on my back and I could not get up. It was he like was a like, truck this, was on top of me. This poor guy yeah. trying to take me on. Right. And Are uh, you kidding me? <laughs> Alice, did y'all not see the video? <laughs> yeah. Adler said when they were facing off, he was thinking to himself, boy, I hope he hadn't had a bad day. You know, <laughs> where he's like, wanted- <laughs> Hey, hey, anything bothering you you want to talk about before yeah. we fight here? You good? Now, you ended up tapping out, but did you say it was a – you said a cardio tap out? It was or just something? a cardio tap. And yes, explain, explain that to the, t- the folks that don't roll. So it was just so much pressure that I, I could not breathe. They're my he's, friends. He started going for the choke. You know, underneath my neck, and before it was even sunk in, I was just like, I, 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 you knew where this. So that means, going. hey, I can't breathe, and so I've got to tap. Yes, because yeah. you knew, you knew where it was going. going. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. bad news. That arm gets around that neck; Let's it's see. over. He was in the special. This guy was in the special forces in Costa Rica or oh Bolivia God. or Colombia, oh something like that. Uh, he grew up in a very rough neighborhood growing right. up, you know, and so um, he's like, dude. I'm going to make your life hard for about six minutes here, and you can get a little taste for what my life has been like, I think. Right. Is that what, yeah, I think that's <laughs> what it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it was. Well, I want to I want to pick you up a little bit. Maybe even this could be part of your your list of songs that you listen to as you're going into roll okay. with Webby and the folks yeah. uh, at Lionheart Academy uh, next time. Okay. Uh, it's um, an Australian singer who wrote a really bad song about Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, I'm always opinion. scared to say that name. But uh, yeah, it's called uh, Pump It Up, the Motivation Song. Okay. And Arnold actually uh, But Arnold it. is rapping on it. No. It's yes. Rapping. And I think, I'm thinking, what, 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 I'm thinking, what if you walk in to, you know, I guess. Pump it up. Yeah. And, and then you're like, hey, I'm, I'm going to walk in and I'm going to, I'm going to like be listening to this and it's going to fire me up and all this kind of stuff. Let's see if, if, uh, well, I don't know what's rolling there. Hold on. What you got? Nick I don't know. Out. I don't even know what's rolling. Don't is, have a clue what's rolling. Yeah, how you like that? Is this the same guy that jumped and kicked Arnold Schwarzenegger in the back here recently? Oh yeah, how you, who, two foot. Guy? Yeah, what Two-footed in the world him. was that? That ah, was funny. Flying double-footed they, kick to the they back. They never figured out why, did they? No. Well, people are weird, man. Heck. I think he didn't like this song. Obviously, Speedy doesn't either because you just played it. Huh? Never mind. Don't you love when a plan comes together? Did you see that? Oh, bo- I got it. Okay, I got it. My bad. Thank y'all for for stalling. Um, all right, so here it is. Here's the song that Arnold rapped in. This would be your playlist, Walking In. Hey, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. Listen carefully. Dig deep down and ask yourself, who do you want to be? Yes. Not what, but who, if you believe success will come to you. Shop up. Work like hell, trust yourself, and all your dreams come true. Break some rules, not the law. Don't be afraid to fail. You have to think outside the box. I say no pain, no pain. I don't want to hear it. Can't be done, give always something back. My name is Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be back. Get down. <laughs> well, think about that. What if you're I'll walking in, back. you got your gi on, and here you come. That was you amazing. Used to hair I'll just be a blaze. <laughs> that was I'll the be stupidest back. thing I've ever heard. Isn't that not crazy? <laughs> For some reason, they're my friends was in there. I don't, I know, don't know, that, well, you know. A lot of people like to use that. Yeah. I thought he was going to end it with either get down or <laughs> get now get to the chopper. Uh, or, I'll or be six by. o'clock. <laughs> that too, that too. I, I guess <clears throat> they're saying this really bad song that features Arnold. Oh, uh, that's a matter of opinion, <clears throat> buddy. Yeah, um, bad. Bad is in bad's good. As yeah. in Michael Jackson. <laughs> bad, exactly. <laughs> 
They say that that is actually the best part of the song, him him rapping. That little I'll be back. I mean, think about that. You walk in, you kind of got your gi on like you I put that right up there with uh, Buzz Aldrin that time he rapped with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. You remember that one? Yeah. It's the rocket yeah. experience. <laughs> it's the rocket <laughs> experience. I think this is the actual, actually Dude, the song. I think I'm close I on that song. Baby. Oh, wow. This is actually the, the actual the song, song, the whole song. I think Kevin Dare, Kevin Derryberry played keys on this song. <laughs> yeah. That's what I heard. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> got a got a, got this guy riding a bicycle with Arnold through the street. Oh, there's a video it's with it too. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. this is amazing. He was born in Austria. He had a dream to become a star. A poor young guy, but never shy. Said, "Here I am. Hold on." He started counting. Yo, that's when terrible. pain comes on. Pump it up, don't bring it down. He made a trip to the United States, first time born American. I don't know. I don't want the YouTube lawyers to get on to us here, so I I, I'm, I'm coming out of y'all, it. But, but y'all, but a... y'all, it's got it, it's. He's just just a rapping, just a rapping, just a rapping, and uh, and I guess Arnold, here Dark. he comes. Oh my gosh, y'all, this is funny. This is so funny. We've got the video and everything. We'll play really during the main song. show because I know the guys will want that. But uh, we've got a, a really bad rap song called "Pump It Up," the motivation song featuring Listen, Arnold. This is a story. It's a song about Arnold's life. Yeah, what's wrong with that? It's, an, it's inspirational, mm-hmm. frankly. I think it is. Mm-hmm. You know, considering he became a big time movie star and he really doesn't <laughs> speak the language very well, and then he became a governor. Never really learned it well. No, right. you, you still think, doesn't say it very, very good. Because he's been in America a long time. By the way, I think this long, guy's this guy's got a man crush time. on this guy. He just shows oh, him working no out. No doubt, no doubt. This guy has some carefully. Dig deep down and ask yourself, who do you want to be? <laughs> Not what, but who? If you believe success will come to you. Look like hell, trust yourself, and all your dreams come true. Okay, Arnold. Why you got to drop an H-bomb, Arnold? <laughs> okay. Come on, Arnold. This is for kids, on, too, Arnold. Arnold. This is a kid's show, too, Arnold. PG-13. We didn't know it was going to be like that. So maybe the, but when you listen to that walking in, Lionheart mm. Academy, buddy, you're going to bring it. Watch out. But yeah, I got smashed to pieces. Yeah, you did. I it's just because okay, I didn't listen to that song beforehand. Yeah, great. Come on, buddy. Yeah, now but, I know. But what you did, you wrestled this guy that was so advanced. Now the next match with somebody closer to you, I mean, you're, it's going to be nothing. Oh, I know. You're going to dominate. Yeah. Well, this was my tryout to replace Helmsy in case he gets like killed by a shark or a dolphin. So, uh, what do you guys think? Oh, I like it. Thumbs down. Okay. You did good. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. We were born before the wind Also younger than the sun 22 minutes past the hour is the kickoff hour. Yeah, the bonnie boat was one As we sail into the mystic we thank you for being with us, uh, rickandbubba.com, the website for all the information. We already have um, a YouTube uh, video link and show notes of Arnold rapping in that song. Uh, Jeff and Glencoe wants to weigh in on uh, Arnold's song. Jeff, what you got, big guy? I got, uh, does that song not remind you of the song Convoy? <laughs> yeah, a little, a little bit. I guess a little bit. <laughs> a modern day Convoy. That's it. That's it. Rapping. 
My favorite thing though is is that when in the video he's rapping and then he looks at the camera and points. You so know, he like, took time to go make a video yeah, and everything. Yeah. So this is like really him. You know. Mm. I mean, you would think you would think that something like this comes out and there's no way that's him. The governor. But uh, but it is him. We have a link there in show notes at rickandbubba.com to that story. Mm. Uh, this one here. I've been I've been so hot before that I get I yeah. get spitting mad. Uh, but this woman, oh wow, who says is drunk, so alcohol was involved. Yeah. Uh, am I reading this right here? A South Carolina woman assaulted her husband because he denied her AC. Well, here's what's true? happening: yeah, the air conditioning went out. Okay, so she gets uh, upset about it. She gets to drinking vodka and orange juice. Okay. Vodka and orange juice, hot. So, yeah, so she gets to a point where she's done with this, no air. So she's going to drive her kids to an air conditioned hotel. Well, he obviously doesn't want her to drive, mm-hmm. so she cracks him over the head with a glass jar. <laughs> and uh, when police arrived, they found her passed out naked in the living room floor. I guess she got so hot, you know. Okay, air conditioning working, so I'm naked. I'm drunk and naked. And now, but you said there's kids involved. Yeah, okay. she was wanting to drive them to uh, that. You know. Uh, I hate the husband wouldn't let her get drunk in the car and drive the kids to an air-conditioned hotel, but she didn't take it well. Anyway, so uh, her husband's head was bleeding heavily Mm. where she'd cracked him with the jar. According to police, they told her to put her clothes on multiple times and she had slurred speech and smelled like alcohol. Mm -mm. Like I said, he told the officers, her husband, that she'd been drinking vodka and orange juice heavily after the home's air condition broke. When he stopped her from driving to the Quality Inn with her children, (laughs) she hit him with a glass jar. Have you seen her mugshot? Yes, I have. She's just squalling. Yeah, she's not looking happy <laughs> at all. Now she does look hot. And they I don't got mean, her I don't mean back fine. On. I don't mean fine. I no, just mean hot. no. And uh, <sighs> and I understand. Like I said, uh, you get hot and and it is upsetting. But you drink yourself drunk and then you get naked and then you want to drive to a, the hotel and you end up cracking your husband over the head with a glass jar. Not a good day. Now, I th- did, I, did you say this in the beginning of the story, just, and I just missed it? Probably had what was moment. wrong with the AC? Did it? It, it just went. Out. It just went out. Yeah, okay, it just quit working. Well, so if he denied her AC, I think he denied her driving driving to the, to, the hotel. There's she so was many, like, "I've had enough. I got it. I'm drunk because the AC was off, so I mm-hmm. got upset and started drinking." According to him, she started drinking vodka and orange juice heavily mm-hmm. after the AC broke. Then she reached a point, you know, hey, I ain't staying here. Mm-hmm. And he was going, well, you ain't driving. And evidently he didn't want to go. I don't know. Mm. He wasn't going to let her drive the kids to a hotel drunk, and she didn't like it. Well, yeah, I was going to say there's so many things wrong with this story. First of all, as you just mentioned, I'm drunk, and now I'm going to get my kids in the car and drive. Yeah. And then, and then now. And I guess after she hit him in the head <clears> and realized she wasn't leaving, she just got naked because she was hot, I guess, and <laughs> passed out on the floor. So when the police got there, she had slurred speech and was passed out on the floor naked. And her husband's head was bleeding heavily. This is what the police found when they showed up. <laughs> and they asked her several times to put her clothes on. Ma'am, please put your clothes Ma'am, on. Ma'am, will you please get dressed Do so you we can f- take you downtown and book you. All right, I'd love to talk to the police officers. Uh, can you yeah, imagine walking in the door? No, I can't. First of all, I bet no. it was real hot in there. Yeah. They, they were like, yeah. man, I understand. Yeah. Um, I, I would. Uh, do you think it's like, hey, 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 newbie. Uh, you're getting this one. I mean, because I'm sure you have to call a yeah, female officer yeah. to come yeah, because probably. it's you know. I mean, you got to got to watch out for stuff like that now. How about after everybody sobered up and we're down a few months down the road and we're all sitting around the table? You go, you remember the other other week when mom got drunk and got mad about the air conditioning? Right. Hit dad in the head with a glass jar. Um. This this one. Y'all here, remember that? Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, do you think the police, memories? Memories. Do you think somebody that acts like this, the police knew her? Like, hey, I don't know. I think I think the AC pushed her over the edge. 
She she sounds like she needs to stay out of that liquor. Mm-hmm. She gets a little gets a little violent. Um, speaking of mad, um, I've got a roommate here. <clears throat> they got so mad <clears throat> at his other roommate uh, for a, for telling someone and, and accusing him of stealing that he locked himself in the uh, in the uh, the uh, the apartment or where the roommate and him share this this area and um, set the whole place on fire. Now, the, the roommate oh. wasn't in there. <clears throat> set the whole place on fire, closed the door, uh, was, um, uh, this is according to KTXL, the argument started <clears throat> when um, the other roommate confronted the, the roommate about, you know, stealing something or whatever. So, so he, he locked himself. Place down? Yeah, so he locked himself in the room, uh, lit propane canisters on fire, and jumped out the window as it exploded, uh, apparently he everybody got out uh, in time. But this is taking it to an extreme. So, you know, we've all had roommates, especially in college, where you know some of them are like, "Hey, something's missing in here. Did you take it or whatever?" Well, apparently this guy was accused of that. Well, and, you, it sounds and, like you don't need to accuse this guy. He takes it a little personal. And instead of instead of just like talking it out and trying to reason. He actually set the place on fire, lit propane canisters, and it blew up, exploded. Wow. Bomb. It jumped out of the window as, as it was doing it. So note to self, don't <laughs> accuse him of anything. Uh, neighbors uh, were left, um, you know, just sitting there just dumbfounded that did, did this really just happen? Place is on fire, uh, and then it all started, started from an argument over somebody accusing the other one of stealing something. Like I said, it's got to take it kind of personal. Blew the place up. So he lights a bomb off and dives out the window. Yeah, mm. yeah, pretty much. I'm gonna light some canisters, <clears throat> propane canisters. I'm gonna light it up, and then I'm gonna jump out the window. And as it jumps out the window, it explodes. At <laughs> <laughs> night, alive. Wow. Some people. Oh, by extreme. the way, speaking of that, did you see the terrible video of the guy that set himself on fire in DC? Yes, I did. It was just walking around. That. What is, is the? Didn't somebody else set themselves on fire? We had another story. Is that a Walmart? Uh, a couple weeks ago, but they're still setting yourself on fire in protest. I'm not doing that. And police officers are, are there with fire extinguishers. That was trying pretty to bad footage. Did you watch the? Footage? Yes, it's uh, it's horrible. Yeah, it was tough. Ugh. We'll take a break. We'll come back. 29 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Five minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, we appreciate your phone calls. You help produce this hour. It is the kickoff hour. As we roll on this portion of the show, brought to you by our good friends at AlabamaRoadTrips.com. It's a great place to travel if you haven't. AlabamaRoadTrips.com is where you need to go. Why? Well, we got a great contest going on. 
We've been telling you right now to go to contest and register for the Road Trip Sweepstakes promotion, and uh, it has got a slew of stuff that you could win in this package. Uh, you can enter uh, to win the Canyons, Caves, and Waterfalls Family Road Trip Giveaway worth $2,000. $2,000. How about that? Go right now to rickandbubba.com, click on Contest, and make sure that you register uh, and you're going to receive a tons of tons of tons of stuff here. As I said, valuing uh, two thousand dollars for the family to enjoy. You can also uh, look at rickandbubba.com uh, under sponsors if you'd like uh, to uh, have a direct link to alabamaroadtrips.com. Uh, but make sure you uh, stop off at contest and enter the contest uh, for the road trip sweepstakes that's going on right now. Man, the the stuff that you've got, the total package. At $2,000, it has got you hopping around the state and enjoying yourself uh, there in North Alabama. So it's uh, alabamaroadtrips.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors or click contest and enter uh, for more information. All right, so uh, as we roll on, this happened last night. It just so happened that I I don't get to just sit down and I don't know where you are on this, Greg. A lot of times if I sit down and have any time in front of the TV, it's I'm going to a Netflix or I'm going to. I'm I'm watching some show that that's uh, you know I've recorded or something. I very rarely just sit down and watch live TV. Uh, very rarely, mm-hmm. especially uh, when it comes to Major League Baseball. But uh, when we turned on the TV last <clears> night, <throat> it was on the MLB Network, and um, you know I, you have I guess you've been at the house and you just the TV's on, but you're not really paying yeah, attention it's just to kind it. Kind of background noise. And all of a sudden, I look up um, today. JC has got. Um, He's got a, a showcase and stuff that he's going to for baseball, and he's getting his bag ready, and, and we're kind of tooling around. Terry's there. We're all kind of just you know walking around in the kitchen and, and doing our own little thing, and, and we look up, and I think it was JC. He said, what happened? I'm like, what are you talking about? And I look up on the TV, and I see one of the Cubs baseball players, player, and he's got the bat in his hand, but he's bent down like a catcher holding his head. Yeah, And then it looked like, Hayward with the Cubs is like patting him on the shoulder. And then all of a sudden the manager for the Cubs is coming out and it looks like they're consoling him. Like something's wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> and everybody's standing around and we're like, what in the heck is wrong? So we rewind it because we hadn't turned the channel. So we just rewind it. And <clears throat> we see a, uh, we see what, what, what he's so upset about. Apparently Albert, um, Almora uh, is yeah. his name. Almora. I've heard it say two different names, Mara or Mora. Uh, anyway, he's at bat, and it looked like it maybe a, an inside off-speed pitch, and he gets on it and pulls it, but pulls it into the crowd over over the uh, the the third base dugout yeah. to the corner, and sh- and it strikes a, a young child. Ugh. And I he turns, and when he turns, he sees what's happening. So he was, and and then all of a sudden he makes eye contact with the little girl. So he says after the game, Mm. and he just gets so emotional. Have you ever seen an incident happen? You know, I I reckon back to to uh, Lawrence Taylor when Theismann hurt his his ankle. You know, somebody's immediately hurt. You don't even check on the person. You're already just waving for help. Everybody around this this young child is just 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 waving for help. Like y'all come here, hurry up, hurry up. And it just it stopped the game for a while. And I, I think he had to be pulled from the game because he got so emotional uh, of from from what happened. But this is right now, it, during, you, these, during some the of these seats in these ballparks. Oh, I know, and that, that that's the discussion uh, during the broadcast. 
they're talking to the Houston Astros manager. The Astros are hosting the Cubs, and and it's during Al- Almar's bat- at bat, and and then it happens. And you've got more guys in the minor leagues. I yep. mean, you've got some guys Here's that the everybody's high on down there. Yeah, no question. And I think our, our guys have a uh, have a have a have a tough time cracking our team. That's one of the things I said in spring training. Is this a tough tough team to crack? They're realizing what's AJ, happening. Um, as uh, as we look at your team right now, and that one went sizzling yeah. off into the stance, and just hope everybody's okay. Almora is Everybody's shaking. Yeah, it, it hit it hit a, ch- a young child, oh. and so Almora is really. Sh- well, he roped it up, up right there, and yeah. and. And I so mean, as you so see, Hayward's coming so, over. Uh, I mean, every, and the players, you can see everybody across, across the way. Um, even the so Astros. The have been extended as far as, as anywhere in baseball, but this one hurts. Yeah, that, and it's just, it's, it's frightening, and that's, that's the bottom line. And I, I mean, now Moore reacted immediately, and you can see him right yeah, there, Jason Hayward him. talking to him. Joe Madden is out there as well as... In the stands, they're getting some attention to that child, and oh man, it's just if you if you watch it. Almora, he saw it, and yeah. even the catcher sort of saw it for the Astro from second base, kind of running towards the, to try to help. You see Bregman, you see Yuli. This is not a uh, not a comfortable scene for anyone. Let's let's hope that. A young person's okay. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Almora uh, Jr., the foul ball that hit uh, the little girl, it was a girl that's determined. They're saying the ball was at a, at least 100 miles an hour. That, that's, that's how hard he hit the ball. And, it's in, you know, we, we're trying to find information about it uh, because I actually saw it. Like I said, I saw that, and I was just sitting down, and we all kind of gathered around the, the TV because uh, they, they were – Someone was seen carrying the child out of the seating area, and they're they're not really sure how the child is because, you know, she's so One young. One sports station they said later reported that she was conscious and responsive and was expected to be okay. Um, and so he finishes at the bat. He strikes out because he can't even he can't even focus. So he strikes out. He gets his glove to go back out, and he just breaks down. Security guards like. You know, having to pat him on the shoulder, or whatever. So I think he just got pulled from the game. He said, "That's it. I'm done. I'm 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 not gonna, I'm not gonna go anymore in the game." And it's brought up the discussion. I mean, this ball is a weapon, and should there be netting all the way down the sides? And I I don't understand some parents. And I know you want to take your kid to the game, and I don't really know if this is anybody's fault. I really don't because you can be paying attention, but when a ball is coming at you a hundred miles an hour, sometimes you, you don't, you can't even react. So the question is, in these hot zones, and I would consider over the dugouts a hot zone and down just a little bit further, and this is where this young That's girl was. They, they said the netting around home plate areas extended toward the dugout areas, but the, she said that she was seated about, seated about 10 feet past where it stopped. Okay. And, and so the discussion has been brought up last night on the MLB Network and then on ESPN as well. Should the netting be extended at these places? And if you have small kids – should you, should you be restricted to certain areas? You know, like if you're in the outfield or you're, yeah. you know, you're in an area where the ball at least will slow down or you have time to react, that's a better place to sit. Because 
the, and they started talking about the experiences because there's former players and managers that were part of the discussion, and they're like, "Oh, we've seen horrific situations." Where, oh, we've we've reported stories on it. You yeah, know, people getting hit and, and having and, to be taken out on stretchers. Right, and and, and in a lot of cases, most of, most of the ones that were hit were paying attention. They just didn't have time, yeah, didn't to, have react. time to react because if you like, like that, you, yeah, you can't, there's yeah. no way to avoid. So that. if you're sitting behind me, okay, and and then all of a sudden you duck because you see it coming. And all of a sudden, then I'm sitting there waiting on it to hit me. And they also said, and, they, and he held up his phones. A lot of people look down at their phones during the pitch, yeah. And and they don't have time once they hear the crack of the bat and everybody starts to scream. They don't have time to react. But um, we'll see if the, the sounds if the like underwear, she's going to be okay. Uh, know, yeah, you hope but. so. But he was. I, I, I guess the uh, the thing that hurt that hurt the most. He's a, they say he's a. A young dad. He's got a couple of kids, and it just it just hit him pretty hard. and And he talked a little bit about it after the game about um about him seeing seeing the little girl and how it affected him. But uh, that's that's one of the bigger sports stories uh, today. Uh, and it, it would just break your heart if you saw it because you everybody around the little girl was so upset. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, do you think it should be extended? Well, I mean, evidently, if you're, I, I wonder when they, where they chose to stop them now. Like, if there's a regulations, it has to be to this point, and mm-hmm. how they came up with that, right? Because obviously, I mean, maybe you know, even if it's a slight chance in a situation like this, you would, you would say, I get, and I, I just between me and you, I hate watching the game through a net. Oh, I do net. too. I do too. But, I mean, I, mean, I necessary. Yeah, a lot of times you can sit behind a net and you you sit there so long you forget there's a net. Yeah, uh, you you kind of get adjusted. And I know when you buy a ticket, so you you don't have to go. When you buy a ticket on the back, it says that you know it's your responsibility. And and I'm not saying that this is really anybody's fault. I don't know if the Astro. I don't think the Astros are to blame. Uh, uh, Almar is not to blame. Uh, I don't even know if the little girl's to blame because her no, parents weren't just... paying attention. I, I don't know. Sometimes it just happens. The question is, when this ball, this baseball, is leaving a bat and it's traveling almost 100 miles an hour, it is a weapon. Yeah. And h- how should these ballparks Again, I don't know that? what the spec is on it now. I, I saw a special on one time. They were talking about injuries from it and what they should and shouldn't do, and I really can't remember a lot about it, but – I'm just wondering what, how do they right now determine how far down you go, right, with the net? Yeah, oh, I mean, or if very... you have, and I look, I've seen adults get hurt, or if if they're going to keep the netting the way it is, sh- should certain areas be restricted to to an age where hey, yeah. these little kids? Because sometimes I see these little kids and they're popping up, and everybody else is sitting down and they're right there, and you almost want to go, hey, where are your parents? You don't yeah. need to be sitting right here. You need to. You know, or some of them get up on the net and they push up on the net. Oh, yeah. And it's where if a foul ball came back, it's going to hit them right in the face. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the way to keep an eye on. And the mom and dad's looking down at their smartphone, (laughs) not even paying attention. True. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the kickoff hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG, if you want to weigh in on that discussion or anything else. A lot more stories here we can get to, and Rick and Bubba join us in about 15 minutes. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We 
got eight minutes till top of the hour. What's up? Kickoff hour Thursday edition is here, and we thank you for being with us. Helmsy off till Monday, and we're rolling through some of the stories from uh, today and um, getting the table set for Rick and Bubba. They're here. They're in the house, as well as Eddie Van Adler, who's got YouTube live rolling in HD, so we thank you for that. Go to rickandbubba.com for all the information about the show. Some of these stories that we've brought up, uh, some of them, just, if we're just going to skim the surface, <clears throat> uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is in a rap song yeah, boy, and, and, actually, and actually raps. Um, yes, he knows. We got a we got a, a wife that has beat up her husband because he denied her AC. Yeah, okay. She wanted to leave and go to the air conditioned drunk, and he wouldn't let her. We've got uh, we got a man that was mad at his roommate for accusing him of stealing, so he blew the place up. Burn it down. Yeah, let's not forget that. Uh, we just talked about um, Albert uh, Almora Jr., uh, who. Um, or is Almore, excuse me, Almora Jr., who uh, hit, hit a ball into the stands at the Astros-Cubs game and hurt a young child, who's brought, and that's brought up discussion on should there be netting that extends down the sidelines, not just stopping at the dugouts. And then there's this one. I, I want to play something for you if you, don't, if you don't mind. I'd like to play something for you, and then you tell me if you know what it is. Uh, you can just kind of go with that if you don't mind. Okay. Um, it's... Um, uh, a, a main man, uh, and a main is in the state. A main man uh, captured this on video. Take a listen. <laughs> I think it's that lady wanting to get go to get that air condition. Huh. Is that what it is? No. The drunk lady. <laughs> Two kids, maybe? No. Who wow. runs into this? <laughs> that does sound like people yelling. It's doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> wow. wow. It's two links uh, that are. They sound like human beings. And they call it uh, caterwauling? Caterwauling. Cat- caterwauling. Okay. What kills me is when they, at one point, they'd get their heads stuck together and they're like, yeah, that not. was creepy. That is creepy. We do that. Whoever wants to get in the bathroom, we stand. We outside. had to caterwaul a little bit. Yeah, I like to see more caterwauling. Caterwauling. Yeah, but I'm like how you. How about this though? How about I see the footage now? I mean, you're and the vehicle's pretty close to it, them. It so is. evidently, they were so concentrated on what they were doing, they didn't even notice the vehicle there. Right. Yeah, they have no idea. The guy's filming it. I mean, he's right there beside it, and they're. Oh! <laughs> and they'll, they'll, they'll take their foreheads and push them together mm-hmm. and scream at each other. Or caterwaul, right? Um, I for one, a couple of things. First of all, you're you're not going to see you're not going to see many of these animals in the wild. Period. Yeah. Okay. But to have two of them standing on beside the road doing this, is, what, what what is the caterwauling? Is that some type of mating thing? What is all that? It has to be. It has I mean, to be. It doesn't explain it here. Uh, one of them it took just a says, swat at the other one. It did. Yeah. Towards the end, you're right. Um, Which goes back to where? Yeah. It was around 200 miles north of Portland, Maine. Uh, that's where that was located. And uh, they, so they pull up, and they see them both sitting there staring at each other. So they stop, and they start recording. But like you said, it didn't even scare the links off. No. They just stood there and did it. They just kept on going, uh, which is kind of crazy here. Uh, just just hearing them is, is a little creepy. That I, sounds I, like people. If you were out in the woods mm-hmm. and you couldn't see them, and you heard that? Ooh. All right, what, what about this? You're out in the woods. You're trying to get to the tree stand. 
You got your climber. You got your climber on the back. It's dark, and all of a sudden you hear this. Is that does not? That sounds like a person. Especially right here coming up. Right there. Right there. I know it. That sounds like a crazy part. Boy, that would be scary. Catacalling. Catawalling. Catawalling. This is so freaking cool. I like when they put their heads together and scream real loud. What's that guy? Uh, you're right, though. It's like they lean into each other like they're two, ram, they're two rams about to face off, but then they never do. And they're just sitting there staring at each other. Is that, do they, do on this, on this caterwauling, do they sit there and face off until the first know. one that backs down? Is I know one it? took a swat at the other one, but then they, they went right back to screaming. Mm, good gracious. I guess we can look yeah. it up and see what yeah. it means. I guess I can. can just scream at each other. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. I've that heard was a swipe there. Wallet people yeah. before. This is normally. That's, that's good. Wow. <laughs> I found it. Hang on. Okay. It sounds a lot like this. I want to mourn the loss of all the old growth. Yep. Breeding. I knew it. Listen, listen. And tell them that we love them. And that we Sounds a lot of lies. want them to die. That we all so have people here who do care. not sound that like that. In fact, it would have helped us. You know that, trees. <laughs> that we care. I think we are <laughs> deeply hurting in America. I think we are deeply hurting. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Here it is. Uh, the utter long it. wailing cries is cats in rutting time. All right, there it is. We knew it had to do with females. We knew that. Yeah. I mean, we know that. A lot of caterwauling mm-hmm. going on. That's when you, Adler ha- has made that sound when you bow up on him in the hall. Yeah, I hear him. He caterwauls all the time. Now, I don't think it anything to do with rutting. Right. Caterwauling. There it caterwauling. is. Caterwauling. Dialing it in. To cry or screech like a cat in heat. All right. How about that? To have a noisy argument. They were having a noisy argument. Hey, y'all quit caterwauling. Y'all are fine. That's a term I'm going to add to my diction. I know. I, I'm dialing in on it. Um, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba will join us. Don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Brand new hour. Here we go. Uh, we'll get the entire team on the field other than Helmsy because he's on vacation. Uh, but first, uh, we got to have the national anthem. Our national anthem today, Cheryl Crow. Twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight, or the ramparts we watch were so gallantly streaming, and the rockets red. Bursting 
the hour of the Rick and Bubba show rolling from the Rick and Bubba broadcast plaza and teleport. Thank you for being with us today. Much to do going forward. Speedy and the real Greg Burgess have rocked that kickoff hour for you. Now, as I mentioned on vacation, uh, but they're here uh, and you can catch us on the world's boldest radio stations on the Rick and Bubba radio network. You can catch us on our tune in app, a free download to get the live show. Best of Rick and Bubba moments. From the last 25 years until the live show returns, you can get our daily podcast archives. You can watch us live on YouTube. That brings Eddie Van Adler into the mix. Also catch the archive here on the YouTube channel on your time as well, if you prefer. Rick and Bubba University, Dulio is working alongside Adler, taking your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. It is Rick and Bubba intern Frank the Tank, both earning their degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Across the way, there he sits, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you know him best as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, and associates, welcome to another edition of Rick and Bubba. Your two fat buddies on the radio, ready to have a little fun. That's right. We got a place for you. Solve a few problems. Have a little. I do believe in you, and I know you believe in me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. But now we this uh and i'm gonna ask you this too bubba because you're familiar with this song i want y'all to listen just a minute and i want you to think black crow's remedy do you, you feel a little bit of, of black crow's remedy i mean it's yeah, certainly yeah, wow. not completely I, I, yeah, yeah i mean come on there's come. only so many notes but that one was first correct yeah, so yeah, that's correct. So <laughs> uh, saw a great special on them. By the way, I didn't know this because I remember being young, uh, because dad, our dad liked Chicago. He did. He was very hip in his musical taste. <laughs> and I remember being kind of young and hearing uh-huh. that a member of Chicago had accidentally shot himself. Uh-huh. And I remember I remember dad having like a reaction to I it. I remember that. But what I did not Well know, it was confusing because so many people are shot in Chicago. Correct. You know, it's <laughs> always kind correct. of confusing yeah, what's the word Chicago going on. and shooting usually. And uh and in the special they clarified that it was not suicide. He, yeah, he, 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 he was a gun enthusiast yeah. and he had been sadly, you know, going a a, a few days without any sleep, uh, on on a little bit of a they were on a little bit of a yeah. party binge. And he he took the clip out of the gun, and one of the guys kept saying, Didn't clear the "Terry Kath's name. You don't need to be oh, yeah. messing yeah. with a gun." And the state were all in, and he was like, 
you know, he took it out, took all the bullets out, you know, was like, and then did this, and one was still in the chamber, and he killed it. Oh. Yeah, don't but, don't do that. No, don't do that. But don't, anyway, even when it's empty and it's open, don't. Yeah, do that. that just don't feel. But this no. th- this special is that 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 member of Chicago, original founding member Terry oh, yeah. Terry Cass, guitarist, really good. Guitarist. Oh my gosh, and that he. His daughter, a few songs. the daughter that he never got to know because the daughter was just a little baby when he killed himself, is now searching for like the guitars, one of the guitars he used to play all the time in some of her dad's memorabilia. And they go back through, and she's meeting all the members of Chicago's, the ones who are still playing, ones who were with him. They interview like Joe Walsh about what an incredible guitar player he was, and she's interviewing Joe Walsh about, did you know my dad? Yeah, I did. And I did not understand how underestimated he was and, and and is not celebrated like he should be as one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Because oh, yeah, you don't think about Chicago as a guitar band. No, right. But, it's the horn band. And, and, of course, Joe Walsh told that to the daughter. He said, that, you know, the you know, way he told you, you know, you think about your dad. You know, <laughs> and he's got that Joe Walsh going is there was this constant rub of Chicago. Are they, are they a guitar band who's led by a guitarist who happens to have some horns are they a horn band mm. that happens to have a guitarist? Yeah, and he said in that that, but that's what made them great. He said was you got those two worlds, and uh, but they go through, through the run. He plays on some of the songs, and they they showed video watched, of him playing. Wow, and he was a big old guy. Yeah, he was. I watched. I don't think it was that, but it, I think it was on Netflix. They had a whole story on it from the beginning yeah. where Chicago started, and it yeah. was really good. You yeah. know, I but, didn't but really he, follow. But he's really underestimated as a musician. I mean, he, he's unbelievable. I, yeah. I really didn't follow Chicago early on, but I do remember uh, like in elementary school, and I was a little bee kid, and, you know, you had a lot of boring assembly programs, oh, you yeah. know, that oh, yeah. you just, you know, you just completely lost in it with a lot of, you know, sing-along kind of music that really, you know, didn't excite the crowd. But they we had some band at our high school and they were a bunch of horns, and they and it was kids, maybe from the high school really? or something. And they they did a lot. They came down and did a, a thing and played a lot of Chicago. And yeah. I thought, man, that was the greatest thing ever. Oh yeah, you know? something you were actually interested. Oh yeah, in. yeah. And their stuff's pretty pretty difficult to play. Yeah, I mean, so, they, and they were really good. I mean, if they were bad, I didn't know it. It was just I was yeah, impressed. You were like, you know? hey, this well, is something I, it, I don't even remember their names or anything, yeah. but I remember going, wow, that's that's a different different deal. Well, well they're one of who these, is Chicago? Yeah, they uh, were one of these bands. If you went through their catalog when they were all alive. And and uh, two of them still are. Just it's just that uh, Satara doesn't play with them anymore. But you had the guy who sang like Saturday in the Park. Yeah. Then you had you know Peter Satara that sang. You know we just oh, heard yeah. the, the the stuff. And then you had that guy Terry Kath would yeah. sing for time to time Color when he would color my world. Yeah. I think make me smile. I think yeah. he, I think he played that too. And he had a, they had three different voices that all sang a pretty good bit. Mm-hmm. So you know you had three guys that that sang lead. I wouldn't say equal, but close. You remember they had their had their like you're talking about when Dad listened. Then the '80s they had a huge run. Remember they had all kinds of pop hits. Yeah, when Satara kind of took, yeah. the, he was kind of became the forefront and yeah. became difficult to deal with. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but the um, but but anyway, but and and they said of course classic that Terry Kath was one of those kind when they started becoming very popular and had pop, you know like the guy who sings Saturday in the Park and I don't know his name I but, know, I know his but name. he said I, he went Still to him, he went to him he said and I remember saying I think this this tour we need to play nothing but our hits mm-hmm. I'm talking about it just yeah. need, we got so many now it needs to just be our whole set hits needs to be one hit after hit another. and of course he hated that he was like no we still when you come to the concert we still need to do things that are 
other than that. You know, I'm right. anti the bands that, that won't play their hits because somehow they think it makes I know. them sharp. I know. I know, I know you're tired you of it. I know you are, but as, as you know, yeah, that's kind of why we're here. Though. That's kind of what we want to hear. That's kind of why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we really don't want to hear any of it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was a fact. If you haven't seen that one, I've, like I've seen the one you're talking yeah. about. But then there's one that is his daughter. Yeah, it's called the Terry Cap Adventure or Journey or something. And they go, well, I, well, I used to have that old um, ranch they all lived on yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah that, that was on the, yeah. one of them. Yeah. 15 minutes past, more Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. 21 minutes now past the hour. Welcome. Well, I was sleeping with a loaded gun. I was scared of all the things I've done. Yeah, I know I'm not the only one. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right now. I was chasing down a All right, so uh, we've got a... Um, well, this one has it all. It's it's wacky world. It's it's got folks drinking. Uh, I mean, it's it's got all the normal problems. Welcome back to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you, Johnny. Uh, it's got it all, Bubba. Wacky world. It's got every bit of it. A look around the wacky. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. It's making me crazy. It's making me crazy, Calvin. Every time I look around, every time I look around, I feel good. And Bubba, of course, uh, we've got our normal, our normal uh, drunk music to go along with this. Sure, sure. It's, uh, when people get to drinking and, and get rowdy and get uh, toe up, toe up. Country music singers have always been a real close family. But lately, some of my kinfolk have disowned a few others than me. Come on, Hank. I guess it's because Why, Hank? I kind of changed my direction. What'd you do? Lord, I wish I went and groomed there. A family tradition. Sing it now. Get on me, want to know, Hank. Why do you drink? A family tradition. Can we find Papa Shepard's 16 gauge for him? <laughs> Never did. Uh, right? um, so Bubba, cousin did, Rob, he, lo- he loved Hank Jr. Didn't oh, he? Huh? oh, oh, did he God. ever? Oh, huh? well. <laughs> yeah. Remember, we, we would argue over the stereo at the field. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, we got to get. Shout out to Robbie. Robbie Bussy. Robert. All right, so uh, Bubba's cousin oh. and uh, our friend from high school. Uh, Robbie and I played a little ball, and Greg and I. So uh, we uh, we love we we try to point to these stories. You know, certainly there can be some entertainment, there can be some sadness, but I, but I hope there's a public service announcement that that drinking. It, it's I don't know. 
Why does anybody look at these kind of stories and say, I hope that happens to me? Yeah. Rick, Leanne Teague has been charged with second-degree domestic violence. Uh, the woman from South Carolina attacked her husband with a glass jar on Tuesday because he stopped her from driving to get an air-conditioned hotel room with their children while intoxicated. Well, I think that while intoxicated is, is the problem. Now, I certainly, certainly understand being in the South Carolina heat and your air conditioning is not working, or wherever you are, there's no air conditioning, and you want to go to a place where there is air conditioning. Because it has been hotter than Hades. It has. Uh, here, right out of the gate. It's like we had an extended spring, and it was actually a little cooler uh, yeah. than oh, yeah. it had it been was. to the point we were all going, hey, when's summer going to get here? It was cruelly cool. Yeah, and it went like from 72-degree days to 96, yeah, like it, over thick. one weekend. Yep. And uh, it, it hit everybody a little hard. It did. So she wants to leave because it's hot at their house. Well, Rick, when police arrived at yeah. their home about 70 miles northwest of Columbia, mm-hmm. they allegedly found the 28-year-old Leanne Teague passed out naked on the living room floor mm. and her husband's head bleeding heavily. Uh, police said Teague's speech was slurred mm. and she smelled of alcohol. Yeah. They told her to put her clothes on multiple times, which means she didn't do it to begin no. with. No, now she just she was it was hot there. Man, no. please put your clothes on. So is she? Gonna, is she going? <laughs> if there's anything, think about this now. But now let's be the children. Nice picture. Yeah, yeah. nice picture. Still let's, crying. Let's be the children for a minute. Sadly, <laughs> can you imagine the trauma that is on you if your mama tries to load you up in the car, drunk and naked? Yeah, I wonder. I want you to think if about after that. she hit him in the head. And I guess he stopped her trying to go to the hotel. Is that when she said, "Well, if I'm staying here, I'm getting naked because it's hot," and then passed? I want to. I hope for that because if her plan was to load the kids up while drunk and naked, yeah, and drive to a hotel, those kids will never be the same. No, right. Nobody um, wants to see their mom drunk or naked, and, and you certainly want to yeah. see. Don't want to see yeah. it at the same time. And don't forget the statement they asked her several times to get her clothes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Teague, please. That's an important part of the Ma'am, I know it's hot here, but you're going to have to get Ma'am, put your clothes on. Now, Teague's husband, as his head was bleeding, told police (laughs) that she'd been drinking vodka and orange juice heavily after their home's air conditioner broke. When he stopped her from driving, which she obviously didn't need to do, to a quality inn with her children, she allegedly hit him in the head with the glass jar she'd been drinking with. So she was Mm -hmm. drinking vodka and orange juice, the the world-famous screwdriver, (laughs) out of a mason jar. Is that what's that, happening? That's what, what it looks it like, like, a glass right? jar. I don't know what else Did would she, qualify for that. And mm-hmm. hot and mad. That she then uses yeah. as a weapon. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're I dangerous. Un- I do understand the part about being hot and mad. I do. That, that I got. <laughs> that would drive you to drinking. <laughs> but but it's not. But we certainly don't need to be getting in vehicles. No. And, and driving the well, kids. Well, at that point, that old liquor was thinking. It was. It was. Yeah. And now vodka. Rick, she'd had enough of that heat. Which <laughs> I can relate and to that part of it. I can relate to that part Maybe call an Uber. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, if you're gonna do that, but yeah. but take I did, us to the quality end, please. Right, right. and I, hold I, my drink. Undoubtedly, <laughs> uh, un, un, let Mama dial the phone. Undoubtedly, he didn't feel like that was gonna be money well spent. I don't know what his big opposition to going to the hotel was, but yeah. it, but it was clear. Uh, evidently, he, well, he, he didn't want her drive. He was gonna make him ride it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the heat, the heat wave. There's nothing more miserable than your air not working. Oh my gosh, oh, that's a bad day. Is 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 he drunk? Too? I don't even want to talk about because I feel like if I talk about it, I'm gonna moat somehow. It's I know. Rick, I feel like out. he probably may have been. The story doesn't say so, but right. who knows? You yeah, think, you think he's in the sauce as yeah, well? Yeah. yeah. Um, I know we're talking about a house, but whenever I was interning over uh, in Atlanta, 
when I was in college, I my Honda Prelude lost its air conditioning. Mm. And it was during the summer months. Oh, my goodness. And Stop. I always remember, because, I mean, you didn't have money then to, to, to like, get it fixed. And I, I never forget, I had uh, about a 20-minute drive into downtown Atlanta from, like, Marietta or so. might have been longer than that. I can't remember. And I always had to have the windows down. Oh, yeah. And I had to dress, like, in a T-shirt and gym shorts for the because drive. I would be sweating so bad by the time I got there and then change when I got Got wow. to uh, CNN. Mm-hmm. Now that's, that's when you were cutting peaches for Larry? No, nah, I didn't cut peaches you were for Larry. With Larry's but, peaches? Y'all, but I remember being so hot sometimes. Mm-hmm. I got so mad and so frustrated oh, in the traffic, the and there was no way out and of that Speaking of that, did you ever meet? Oh, yeah, everything's just. <laughs> did you ever get to meet Angie Dickinson? <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> oh, Tonight we talked to Angie Dickinson <laughs> on Larry King Live. You may remember her from Police Woman. <laughs> what was his obsession with <laughs> Angie Dickinson? Well, she, you know, I think that's clear. But I got so hot. I was so hot. I was sweating. Sure. Bad. Uh, how, how about you? You th- That kind of misery. Oh, it was awful. It, just, I, I, it was awful. No reason. And you can't, you can't roll the windows down and get cooked. It's just hot air blowing yeah. in. It's like an oven door. Yeah. Well, that's another reason not to drink. You get yourself in condition where you're in a hot house and can't leave. Oh, yeah. That's awful. You don't need to hit anybody with a mason jar over no, it. No, probably not. We'll be back. It's bottom of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. There's more to come on today's edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big at her number. Relief Factor. You know, we've had a number of calls about Relief Factor lately. I, people saying, that, "Explain it to me." And as we've said on the show, and I laughed when I heard uh, the podcast replay of this. I think it's the first time we've documented in the history of the show where there's been commercial requests for us to continue with a commercial. Uh, but anyway, Relief Factor, this is the bottom line. It, it come, it just picture a little a pack of uh, supplements. They're capsules, and those supplements will represent resveratrol, curcumin, icarin, and omega-3. All of these things are beneficial to the body in its ongoing battle with inflammation, but it's almost like to, if you, as the Avengers try to get uh, you know, an all-star team of superheroes, it's, it's like an all-star team to naturally fight inflammation and the body's reaction to that, thus relieving uh, you and me uh, of pains and aches. I even had an email from someone said, I got to tell you, it's helped me with my arthritis. Now, if you'd like to try it, uh, you get a, two-week, a three-week trial pack, I'm sorry, for $19.95. The reason why we do the three weeks is you'll know whether it's working or not inside the three weeks. And, and it, it may not be the answer for everybody, but I'm telling you, we're seeing huge success with this. It's helping me tremendously. I can certainly tell the difference when I use it and when I don't. Uh, and you can take it every day so you don't have the bad side effects with the over-the-counter stuff or, or prescription uh, pain management. And we know all the problems with addiction that come with that. So go to relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button and gather the information and get started today and let us know how it works for you. All right, so um, we have a Trump update uh, this uh, yesterday. The Mueller report. Very Here we proud go. of myself. You can't always get what you want. Incredible. Really amazing. Don't be stupid. But if you try some, you might find deal or no deal. You get what you need. I don't wear it to pay. 
It's my hair. So Mueller, in, in, uh, in only nine minutes uh, yesterday, said, look, I, I don't have to do this. Uh, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm, I'm coming out here to tell you that I'm done. I'm going back to my priv- private life. Uh, here's an excerpt from what he said, but it was only nine minutes. I mean, you yeah. could actually go listen to all of it. it. It was pretty straightforward. Here we go. Let me begin where the appointment order begins, and that is interference in the 2016 presidential election. As alleged by the grand jury in an indictment, Russian intelligence officers who were part of the Russian military launched a concerted attack on our political system. The indictment alleges that they used sophisticated cyber techniques to hack into computers and networks used by the Clinton campaign. They stole private information and then released that information through fake online identities and through the organization WikiLeaks. The releases were designed and timed to interfere with our election and to damage a presidential candidate. And at the same time as the grand jury alleged in a separate indictment, a private Russian entity engaged in a social media operation where Russian citizens posed as Americans in order to influence an, an election. All right, hold the tape right there. Um, no doubt, no doubt that happened. It happens every election. The Russians are always meddling in our elections, trying to sow what I call hate and discontent, H&D. And in this particular case, they felt like they could create the most controversy by going after Trump or helping Trump and going after Hillary because he was the underdog to cause confusion. Okay, we, we all acknowledge that. Roll tape. Happens every election. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah but that, that's, yeah, we know that. No matter who, who's, who's running. Who questioned. When a subject of an investigation obstructs that investigation or lies to investigators, it strikes at the core of their government's effort to find the truth and hold wrongdoers accountable. Let me say a word about the report. The report has two parts, addressing the two main issues we were asked to investigate. The first volume of the report details numerous efforts emanating from Russia to influence the election. We got that. Right. This volume includes a discussion of the Trump campaign's response to this activity, as well as our conclusion that there was insufficient evidence to charge a broader conspiracy. And in the second volume, uh, the report describes... Hold it again. The, so, no conspiracy. Anybody running for office always listens to information about their opponent, and they mm-hmm. decide if they're going to use it or not. Some right. of that came through Russian sources. The Trump administration did what everybody else does, what every other uh, person running for office is. They listened to that stuff. They decided not to use it. There was no conspiracy. You heard him say that. All right, right. roll it. Results and analysis of our obstruction of justice investigation involving the president. The order appointing me special counsel authorized us to investigate actions that could obstruct the investigation. We conducted that investigation, and we kept the office of the acting attorney general apprised of the progress of our work. And as set forth in the report, after that investigation, if we had had confidence that the president clearly did not commit a crime, we would have said so. We did not, however, make a determination as to whether the president did commit a crime. 
The introduction to the volume two of our report explains that decision. It explains that under long-standing department policy, a president, president cannot be charged with a federal crime while he is in office. That is unconstitutional. Even if the charge is kept under seal and hidden from public view, that too is prohibited. Uh, hold it again, Speedy. All right, so we are having an outline here, a little civics lesson in how this all plays out. We have a criminal justice system. We're all familiar with that. That's where the police are involved, and someone makes a charge, and they may make an arrest, and you know, then you go before a judge. You're told your charges. You can post bail. You know that that system, our criminal justice system, has one exception. That is for a sitting president. Not that the president is above the law, but it, you can't go in and use the criminal justice system as a political sledgehammer against a sitting president, because people would, and we know that right. they would, and that's what he's explaining. Republican or Democrat. Right. right. Either way. Right. Historically. Special counsel's office is part of the Department of Justice, and by regulation, it was bound by that department policy. Charging the president with a crime was therefore not an option we could consider. Uh, stop it right there. That's the key, why this is really key, yeah. really key here. The attorney general is the top law enforcement officer in the country, bar none, no pun intended, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is number one. See, some people, I think, have this illusion that, that Mueller is, that Mueller is above the AG. Mueller works for the AG, he is an investigator. He goes out. He did what he was charged to do. He hands them a report. M- then Barr decides what he's going to do with it, like a district attorney would do mm-hmm. when police go out and they gather evidence on somebody. They bring it, and a district attorney will go, well, we got a case here. We need to move forward with it. Or eh, something happened, we, but I don't think I can go before a jury and get a conviction in this, so I'm not going to pursue it because it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. That is what the attorney general does, just like an AG uh, would do in a state or a district attorney in a county or whatever. Go ahead, Roland. The department's written opinion explaining the policy makes several important points that further informed our handling of the obstruction investigation. Those points are summarized in our report, and I will describe two of them for you. First, the opinion explicitly permits the investigation of a sitting president because it is important to preserve evidence while memories are fresh and documents available. Among other things, that evidence could be used if there were co-conspirators who could be charged now. And second, the opinion says that the Constitution requires a process other than the criminal justice system to formally accuse a sitting president of wrongdoing. And beyond department policy, we were guided by principles of fairness. It would be unfair to potentially, it would be unfair to potentially accuse somebody of a crime when there can be no court resolution of the actual charge. Uh, hold it right there. Mm-hmm. Again, this is, carries over from what I just said with the criminal system. It, it's unfair to try to prosecute someone when you really don't have the evidence to do it and you're basically just running them through the mud. And he was talking about that. And I, I think we can we can hold right there on, on several right. points of this. Yeah. But the the 
some of the Democrats are taking this as, oh, he's giving us the green light to prosecute this. And that is the proper channel for the prosecution of high crimes and misdemeanors. Now, here's the problem. It was never meant to be a political lynching. And without clear evidence of a crime committed, that's all it is. And I think that's what you're seeing now. Because there was no collusion. So why would I obstruct an investigation into something I didn't do other than Trump thought he was being politically assassinated by the investigation and he took an offensive position to that, which I don't have a problem with, really. We'll be back. Uh, Your phone call's coming in as well as we'll break it down further right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Thanks for being with us today. Um, so we're, we're doing the Mueller report wrapped up. You know, really, if you break it all down, he's saying, and I look at some stories here saying the same thing. He's going to look, my report says what it says. That's, uh, that's any testimony you need to see from me. Uh, I've covered everything I need to cover. Uh, here's what he says right at the very end as, as, he, as he wraps it up. So beyond... What I have said here today and what is contained in our written work, I do not believe it is appropriate for me to speak further about the investigation or to comment on the actions of the Justice Department or Congress. And it's for that reason I will not be taking questions today as well. Now before I step away, I want to thank the attorneys, the FBI agents, the analysts, the professional staff who helped us conduct this investigation in a fair and independent manner. These individuals who spent nearly two years with the special counsel's office were of the highest integrity. And I will close by reiterating the central allegation of our indictments that there were multiple systematic efforts to interfere in our election. And that allegation deserves the attention of every American. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. Well, right. But the Russians were doing that, which they always do. What you were supposed to tell us that would be new is if uh, there's a sitting yeah. president who tried to, you know, find another way other than the people in the Electoral College uh, putting him in, that he tried to give himself an unfair advantage by destroying another candidate colluding with a foreign power and And, and see a foreign power has access to the american people like they've never had before because of social media they can go in they can plant these things they're they're experts in this i mean in the old days we had three networks the russians couldn't get on uh, the air with walter cronkite and do an interview and say well we feel that uh, is that how they would say (laughs) it just like that that, just like that yeah so you know you see how that was doing Give what may. I mean, I think when you have an unlimited budget, the very best investigators, everything else, really, I, I think, if anything, that what would be critical of Mueller on in this, who, by the way, looked more frail than I thought he was, and clearly he's done with this. He don't want to talk to Congress. He don't want to do interviews. He's out of there. He's wanting to go back to private life. He's had enough of it. I think this thing could have been wrapped up quicker. Um after about a year into this, you know, it's kind of like when you investigate a crime. If there's not, if you can't find the evidence, and it, at some point you have to go, you know, we need to move on from this. 
I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna charge and hand over evidence that would remove a pre, an, an elected president of the United States of America, you need to have a pretty clear cut case and and have some black and white evidence instead of all this. When you get into the obstruction thing, it, it's a it's kind of a gray area anyway. I mean, did he say this? Did he do this? Did he tell somebody to do this? Eh, you know, that, that's a hard one to a hard one to sell, but. The process is impeachment by the Congress, a trial by the Senate. So, you know, that is the process for removing a president. The Constitution says high crimes and misdemeanor. If the Congress thinks that uh, President Trump is guilty of that, they need to impeach him. He'll have a trial in the Senate. He will be found innocent. Um, And all these things always go down party lines. And the Democrats have the votes to do it in the House, and the, the Republicans have the votes in the Senate to shut it down. That's probably what will happen. It'll be much like last time. Karen out of Birmingham, 1047 WZZK. Karen, go ahead. Yeah, I was listening to Fox Friends this morning, and Judge Napolitano was on there breaking it down a little bit. But he also said that, um, Mueller said that a sitting president, you know, the, what everyone says, a sitting president can't be you know, um, indicted. But he said a sitting president absolutely can be charged. He said President Clinton in his second term was charged when he pleaded guilty, and that led to his impeachment. Um, No. He said that. Go ahead. Well, no, I don't don't think uh, from at the federal, now he's talking federal level, uh, that that's what it was. Clinton had to go through some civil uh, trials also, and uh, some of that uh, spilled over. It gets very complicated. Like I say, it, when you when you go from criminal justice to the president, it's a whole nother deal. And we all we all understand yeah. that uh, no president's above the law, but but also he shouldn't spend his day in day out trying to defend himself either. And I think that's kind of the balance we're looking for. He was well, charged. Not- he was charged, and he he lost his law license. But right. that may have been a state thing in Arkansas. I'm not. I'm not. But you're. You're right. He. He. He did get called for uh, misleading federal prosecutors in that. But I. I, I don't know. It, it. It's kind of a gray area. Well, the way sure. the way I took it, Karen was, and certainly the judge knows more about it than 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 we do. But but what what Mueller was saying is we're set up to where you can't send the. The you know out out in the world the 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 criminal justice police have shown up at the White House and they're going to handcuff a president yeah. and walk him out yeah. and put him in jail and say now we're awaiting his trial you can't do yeah, that you, yeah you can't yeah. do that to a president yeah. and we certainly didn't do that to Bill Clinton but 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 what what Mueller was saying is you know we we did what we're allowed to do anything beyond this is not our department constitutionally. So now the Democrats are going to say, well, what he said is for us to do it, and the Republicans are going to say, well, he's completely free, and and then and, yeah. and so that that's yeah. where we're going to be. And, and again, yeah. uh, the an impeachment of a of a president should be based on legal and breaking the law, not politics. Not I don't like him. I don't like the way he does this. I don't like what he says. High crimes and misdemeanors. Right, and and our Constitution tries to prevent that, but it's it, it can be done. But here's the problem, and a lot of the senators, when Clinton was brought up, knew this. While Clinton did lie to investigators, while he obviously had inappropriate behavior as a sitting president, they knew that removing a president, uh, even though legally he did something wrong, 
that that this would create a a system where it starts to be used as a political football. And some of them even said that. You're talking about Trent Lott and some other Republicans even alluded to that. So, you know, you, you have a lot of far-left uh, folks in the Congress right now who are determined to put Clinton's uh, or Trump's head on a stick, and they may be able to pull that off. Even crazy Nancy Pelosi knows this is a bad move. Yeah. Because if you do that, it's only going to result in the next Democratic president being investigated from day one. That's all it's going to do. And she also knows that there are people who voted for Donald Trump who may not be as fired up about him now as they were back then because they they were unhappy with the direction of the country under President Obama. And this will only galvanize people to support Trump more. She knows that. These rookies who are coming in do not realize that. They they see the bonfire. They want to put their mad. torches. Yeah. They want to march in the street and go get the president. But they don't understand that in America as a whole, it's only going to galvanize support for Trump. And she knows that, even though she's crazy as an outhouse rat. So there it is, uh, and, and we'll see. But I, I do think if you look at what the reports are right now, the supporters of Donald Trump say he's clearly been cleared again, and the <laughs> opponents will say, oh, so Mueller wants us to go get him. <laughs> that's exactly it. And that's how it's going to lay out. Yep. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.